everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Leader in Red, hosted by myself, Natalie Hansford. This weekend has been gorgeous. Oh my gosh, it's been amazing. The sun has been out. I actually spent the weekend at a cottage with some of my friends. We rented a cottage that was on the lake. It was so relaxing. It was much needed. I felt super stressed the past couple weeks, but I feel like that kind of just gave me that reset that I really needed. Sometimes when you go, 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 and you don't actually listen to your body to reset, it can just feel a little overwhelmed and overloaded. So I'm so glad I had the opportunity to do that with some of my friends and just relax and enjoy myself. This summer has just been so crazy. I feel like every weekend I'm busy. I always have something going on this summer and usually I'm always wanting to do things and I want to go out and I want to explore and I want to go to the beach and I want to hang out with my friends and I want to do all this stuff. But this summer, of course, I want to do all those things, but I feel like every weekend it's something and it's getting to the point where it's a little overwhelming, but I'm not going to take it for granted and I'm going to soak it in and enjoy myself because I am still young and I am going to be able to, and I am allowed to go to a cottage with my friend for the weekend. So it's a much needed break that I needed there. Next weekend, I actually am going to a country festival for if you even enjoy country. And if you don't, then sorry, (laughs) but I'm going to be enjoying myself with some friends there. So I have the next couple weeks are just a little bit crazy for me. So that's why I wanted to jump on today. And I wanted to chat with you guys on a couple topics that I had going on in my stories the last couple weeks. The reason why I'm actually sitting down and actually recording this podcast is I specifically put out a couple Instagram stories that people did not enjoy and I was getting a little bit of humor from it because I posted what everyone's definition of professionalism is or being professional or looking professional. I posted a couple photos of what outfits people think are professional or are not professional and the feedback was either positive or super negative. There was nothing in between. A lot of people got really offended and felt like I was attacking them. And if you felt that way, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make a podcast on my own personal opinion and seeing if my opinion can change the thoughts of others. And if it still doesn't change your opinion, that's okay. And if you agree with me, then that's awesome. But again, this entire podcast is my own personal opinion. And if you don't agree with it, then that's totally okay. So that's why I'm going to repeat myself a couple times throughout this podcast that it's okay if you do not agree with me. It's my own opinion. So I'll tell you a little bit more about the stories if you guys didn't see them. So the first set of stories that I made was regarding females outfits in the workplace. So not necessarily in a company workplace, but just like if you were to go to a meeting or to a coffee shop to meet someone and talk to them about business or even just go to the office or maybe go see a client, every outfit is going to be different depending on what you're doing. So maybe that's why this story was a little bit confusing for people because of course you're going to dress appropriately for whatever occasion that you're doing. Not every definition of professional is you going to see a client. Um, you going to the office and just going through emails, you're not going to wear an entire pantsuit and jacket and tie, right? So different occasions are different 
for different outfits and that's why I'm going to kind of explain a little about the outfits that I posted and then tell you what the ratings were at the end of the polls. So the first one that I posted was a female outfit and it was um, a female pantsuit. The girl is just wearing a graphic tee with a um, brown pantsuit. This was 100% voted professional. Then the next one I put was actually a long skirt past her knees um, with a nice top underneath with a jean jacket over top. There was about like 10 to 20% saying that it was professional and everyone else said it was unprofessional, which I found quite interesting. Then the next one was a long dress pants. There were white and then there was a more baggier um, button up blouse that the girl was wearing and this was actually more 40% um, professional and then the remaining 60% was unprofessional and then the last uh, the last two that I posted there was one with a girl was wearing a nice black top with a blazer um, a long blazer and then a jean bottom underneath and then the last one was a summer dress that was up to her neck that flowed down um, and she is wearing wedges, which what whether it uh, matters or not, <laughs> that's what the outfit was. The other outfits, you actually couldn't see the shoes. So for those are the outfits for the females. Now, I recently actually posted stories for male outfits, and I wanted to kind of get an understanding as to what the thoughts were on those outfits as well, because those are the females and then the, the male um, outfits. So for the male outfits, there was um, a long sweater with jeans and a pair of boots. So the jeans are darker uh, and wash, and this was actually 40% um, professional and the 60% not professional, which is interesting. Then there is a, uh, the second photo was a button-up long sleeve shirt with um, dress pants that were brown and then a pair of running shoes. This was actually 20% professional and the remaining unprofessional. Then of course your classic dark dress pants about long button up shirt all tucked in. Um, basically it looks like a suit without the blazer on top and this was 100% professional. And the last one is an all black outfit. So black jacket, black t-shirt, black pants, black shoes. The jacket is a little bit more casual looking, but this was actually the lowest rating for being professional looking. So those were the photos that I posted and I got a lot of negative comments and that's why I'm actually making a podcast about it. I just want to make myself super clear in my reasoning of why I actually think the way I think with these outfits. And I'll tell you my opinion first, and then I'm going to explain it. I think all of these outfits are professional. The definition of professional is specialized knowledge, competency, honesty and integrity, accountability, and then looking the part. The very last thing is looking the part. So I find a lot of people are so caught up in what to wear to be professional without actually acting the part. So I find it really funny how I'm posting these stories and people are getting angry at me. A girl can't wear a skirt like that to work. Why can't a girl wear a skirt down past her knees to work? 
whoever said that was not okay. And I mean, I'm just talking in a general aspect of what is professional and what is not professional, not what is your company dress code policy. A lot of people were saying, I'm not allowed to wear that to work. And I'm like, okay, that's totally fine. But I was asking what your opinion was on being professional, not what your dress code policy is at work. So it's really funny. And I find it just, um, it's, it's definitely an opinion some people have and some people do not have because that's the way that they were they learned what professionalism was. Um, and law firms and stuff like that, everyone has to wear a suit every day, totally fine. Doesn't mean if you're not wearing a suit, you're not professional. Um, same thing if you work in government places, I know that their dress code is very strict, totally understandable. But if you ran that office and it was your company, would you require everyone to have a very strict dress code policy? And that's the question you really do need to ask yourself when you're asking yourself, what is the definition of being professional? Because being professional is the way you're acting, not the way you look. And I totally am drawing the line between like not wearing something risky or wear something very revealing, showing up in your underwear, (laughs) like stuff like that is obviously crossing the line that's unprofessional you shouldn't be um, dressing that way you still have to be making sure that you look presentable you're approachable things like that but if you're wearing a skirt and a blazer to the office of course you're going to be professional if the skirt is long and flowy it doesn't mean it's not professional because it's not a tight pencil skirt so I think that is what I meant through those stories and I just want to talk a little bit more about us being able to understand that professionalism just isn't the way people look. And I know a lot of shows are talking about being professional, looking professional, and that's the first part in being professional, but it's not. It's the way you act. It's the way you bring yourself and the way you speak to people. Um, It's one of the first things that you really have to accomplish when you want to be professional. Office appropriate can mean being stylish, cool, and on trend. The trend is changing all the time. And a lot of people, whenever they saw jean material anywhere on people's outfits, they're like, no, that's not professional. You're not allowed to wear jeans to an office. Who the hell said you can't wear jeans to the office? And whoever said it first, can I have a conversation with you, please? Because I want to chat just like a casual conversation, maybe just have coffee or something. Because I really just don't understand why people have this certain mindset about it. And I get it. I might have just a crazy opinion on this. And maybe I'm the only person in the world that thinks this way. But clearly I'm not because people were also messaging me saying, oh my God, thank you so much. This is 2019. People can wear what they want to wear in terms of making sure that they're bringing out their personality and who they are as a human in their clothing. If you restrict people to a certain part being like, you can only wear black pants and like a white top, let's just say for an example, you're not letting them be or bring out their personality. And some companies, they don't want you doing that, such as the government and stuff like that. They want you to be who who they want you to be rather than yourself when you work there. So it's very, I understand that point of view. But if I owned a company or an office and I had people coming into work, I'd want them to be themselves. I'd want them to feel relaxed. I want them to feel welcomed. And if they want to dye their hair pink, dye your hair pink, girl. Like I do not care. So maybe that's why I think that way. I mean, again, your company's dress code policy is not the definition of what you 
deem professional or maybe it is maybe you agree with it and that's totally okay but dress code companies speak to the opinions and the perception of the owner or sometimes the government or the association that actually controls that company not necessarily all the employees that work there and professionalism is what you bring to the table it's your ideas it's your drive, it's your knowledge, your effort, again, your competency, and it's not whether you're in a dress suit or not. So now that I finished my little rant on what I deem professional or unprofessional, I just wanna give you guys some tips on making sure that you are professional in the workplace. You're not taking every little outfit to heart when you are wearing something a little bit more casual that day. And if you're not seeing clients, then that's totally fine. So I want to give you guys some tips to take away and making sure that you are being professional in the workplace, but then you're also being yourself and people can look up to you and aspire to be you because honestly, when you're yourself in the workplace or you're yourself at work, you have a whole level of different motivation. Um, If I find when you restrict people, you're also restricting their ideas. So I'm going to give you a couple tips and tricks that um, I usually incorporate within the workplace. I incorporate and I tell people um, to be like that, especially when they're asking me my opinion and how to act and things like that. Um, These are the kind of things that I like to do. So the first one is very simple, and I'm sure a lot of people do this, hear about it. Nothing crazy. Be positive. Have a positive attitude. Nothing is more professional than making sure that you bring that positivity to the table. When you come to work and you're upset and you're being rude, that's so unprofessional. It doesn't matter whether you're wearing a pantsuit or not. If you start acting negative and you're being really rude to people, right away you're unprofessional. Again, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Just being positive, making sure you're putting a smile on people's faces. You're not making them feel uncomfortable. You're making them feel welcomed. Having a positive culture is so important within the workplace. So that's one of the first things to being professional, acting professional in the workplace is to be a little bit more positive. If you are feeling a little bit more negative one day, and that's totally okay, making sure that you're voicing your how you feel and letting people know, like I'm having an off day, like, sorry if I sound negative and just being open and communicate with everyone of how you're feeling that day. It's totally okay when you have bad days. Not every day is going to be positive, but making sure you're bringing your full effort to the table on being more positive within the workplace is going to make you that much more of a professional. The next one is being punctual and do what you say you're going to do. So this is just the whole being honest and also making sure you're on time for certain meetings and occasions and events. Nothing is worse than showing up late to a meeting with a client or even late with a meeting with another employee or your team member. You have to make sure that you're on time and if not early, never show up late. And a lot of people joke about this and they're like, oh, well, I'm never on time. Being on time is being a professional. You have to make sure that you're actually showing up when you say you're going to show up and do what you say you're going to do. Your integrity is everything. And the second that you say something and you don't do it, a lot of people will lose trust in you. This is how you actually build a relationship with the people internally, but also externally. If you show up late to a meeting with a client, there's a really good chance that they're not going to trust you or you're starting that relationship off on the wrong foot. 
And I mean, if you're late one or two times, that's totally okay. We're all human. Things happen. But just making sure you are punctual, giving yourself enough time to get arrived on time to work and making sure that you're being the best person that you can be, which ultimately is going to make you a professional. The next one is speaking clearly and speak up when necessary. I always laugh when I say stuff like this because I'm someone that actually does speak up a lot and I do say what I want to say. When I'm not saying what I want to say, I'm usually upset or I just don't agree at all with the situation. So I just don't voice my opinion. But making sure that you're speaking clearly and slow. A lot of people that want time when they have that time to shine and they're about to say their idea, they get all excited and anxious and they just spit out what they're saying and they say it so quickly that no one actually understands them. Practice your articulating your words or presentation skills, especially when you're in big meetings with executives. You're going to want to be able to voice your opinion and speak up, but also make sure that they're understanding what you're saying. A lot of people talk really fast or some people talk too slow, too quiet, too loud. There's always a good medium in between all of those things, but a good thing is just practice. Start practicing speaking to yourself. I, at first, honestly recorded myself when I was speaking and I actually reviewed that recording a couple days later, like not immediately. And then I critiqued myself and got better and started practicing. It's really great because in the school systems, they allow you to do your presentation skills, especially when you do team projects or group projects, you have to actually present it sometimes. Even when you're doing speeches in middle school, in the middle school, they allow you to do that then. And it's really, really great to practice your presentation skills. You don't need to be a salesperson to practice this. Just when you're voicing your opinion, you want to make sure that the second that you speak, they're going to take you seriously especially if you're a little bit younger and you are in the workplace and you're having the older generation look at you and be like, okay, you're too young. I don't need to listen to you. Nothing hurts more. So being able to have yourself put together and articulate what you need to say, speak clearly, speak slow enough that they understand you, making sure you're not using words that the audience doesn't understand. Um, That's really huge because a lot of people like to say big words because they think it's fancy and they think they're really smart, but their audience doesn't understand what they're saying. So there's no point in using those words when you can use something that's more common and simple. And the next one is speaking up when necessary. Making sure that if you don't agree with something, make sure you voice your opinion. There's always a good and a bad way of saying how you feel. And there's always that line of being a little bit maybe too aggressive, but making sure you do speak up when you see something that's not fitting, or maybe there's a different way that is going to be done. If you actually bring up your ideas and express them to the team, they're going to take you a little bit more seriously because they think you know what you're talking about and you do know what you're talking about and that makes you ensure that you are being your professional and you're taking your job seriously you want change and you want to help them and you want to participate in the position the next one i have here is managing your time effectively so a lot of people will actually schedule themselves like crazy in one day and then the next day they'll have nothing so it's being able to understand how long it takes you to get places if you're going to meetings all day and making sure that you're using the most out of your time so you don't, first of all, burn out, or second of all, you're not crazy one day and then totally have nothing to do the next day. So it's making sure your time management, making sure your time management skills are um, used to the, the best of your ability. So this is huge. A lot of people um, have really bad skills with this. Um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. 
I find using a calendar really works. A lot of people try and use their memory, but over a long time, a long periods of time, you will forget. There's always going to be that situation where you're like, darn, I should have added that in my calendar or I should have wrote that down. Don't use or depend on your mind, making sure you're writing it down and putting it in your calendar and making sure, again, you say what you're going to do and you go where you say you're going to go and you're making sure that you're punctual and you're on time and you're using your time effectively. The next one is interacting professionally. Don't gossip. Don't participate in office gossip. Nothing is worse than that. Honestly, that is absolutely unprofessional and uncalled for. Making sure you're interacting professionally. You're not being aggressive with people. You're showing them respect. The office should be a place where there's always going to be mutual respect. A lot of people have problems with hearing other people's opinions when they actually have a project happening. So a lot of people will have a project that they are in charge of and hearing other people's opinions they don't actually enjoy. And every time that people will voice their opinions, they'll end up either neglecting what they're saying or making them feel like they maybe shouldn't have voiced their idea um, and kind of may just make them feel stupid. So just make sure that you're actually interacting with people professionally. You draw that line between friendship and at the office because I find that that line can be crossed sometimes and just making sure that when you're speaking to them, you're not using profanity when it's uncalled for or speaking to them aggressively. You're not gossiping behind people's backs because that just makes it worse. It's going to bring a nature, um, a negative nature into the office and the environment is going to completely shift. So making sure you're not participating in that. And if people are gossiping, just don't add in, just walk away. Don't make any more comments. Don't make it worse. The more people that are involved in office gossip, the worse it gets. So just making sure that you are Keeping to yourself, also bringing your creativity in the workplace and leave everything that happened at home at home and leave everything that happened at the office at the office and the next day will be a better day. And I guess leading up to my next one is just being respectful. A lot of people just these days just doesn't know or doesn't understand what being respectful is, but being respectful is a little bit more common sense. So a lot of people don't really understand what it is. Being respectful could be a lot of different things. It's listening to when people are talking to you or giving them the time of day. Say hello and good night, things like that. It's just having that mutual respect for people. Don't Email them every time you want to have a conversation because you don't want to talk to them in person. Just making sure that you're giving everyone the mutual respect and you're not treating people differently because of your past relationships with them. If you had a bad encounter, making sure you're leaving everything behind if you did solve the problem and making sure that you do treat them with respect. You're treating everyone the same. There's no biased relationships, things like that. And making sure that you are speaking to them appropriately and making sure that they are involved in things that they should be involved in. Nothing is worse than when you are assigning someone to a project and then you talk to someone else about the project that you already assigned to someone else or you take it away and you give it to someone else because you changed your mind. It's just a little bit disrespectful when people do that and I understand things happen and you do need to shift certain things, but just making sure that you are communicating that to your staff appropriately is just the first step of being respectful within the workplace. The next one, and sometimes this might not work depending on what position you're in or how things are going within the workplace, but treating your boss like a mentor is going to make you um, be able to intertwine a lot of things within the workplace that you might not have 
thought of yourself or maybe they've been around for a little bit longer so you can learn from them. But treating your boss like a mentor is one of the first steps to ensuring that you are being a professional. You're being able to work with people. You're understanding and you're learning from different perspectives and you're working so closely with them that you're going to be able to grow a little bit more within your position and maybe further. Maybe you're going to be able to understand what they're doing and someday take over what they're doing. So treat them like a mentor, ask them questions, speak up. And if you have questions, make sure that you're always going to be asking them. A lot of people are so scared to ask questions. They don't want to feel stupid because they think that if they ask a question, they're stupid. Of course, you're not um, stupid if you ask a question. I always say, please ask me all the questions. I don't care if you're bombarding me. I'd rather you ask the question than do something wrong. And I think a lot of leaders would actually agree with that. And I totally understand that some people aren't approachable, but trying to get to that place where you are going to be able to ask them questions and they are a little bit more approachable. Some mentors are a little bit harder to work with, but that's going to make you one step closer to being a professional because you're able to work with different people and different mindsets, different personalities. Being able to deal with different personalities from all spectrums is really important, especially when it comes to dealing with clients and stuff like that. You never really know what kind of personality they're going to be or the personality you're going to get from them. So just making sure that you are treating your boss like a mentor, learn from them, get educated, and making sure you're making the right steps to move further within your career. And I just want to mention, I just gave you about seven tips, let's just say. Did you notice that none of these involved how to dress? None of these of what I just said involved make sure you're wearing a skirt and a blazer to work every day. If you're not wearing heels, please go drive back home and put on your heels. If you're not wearing a tie, leave please. None of these things were how you dressed and what you're wearing in the workplace. All of these things were how you're presenting yourself how you're educating people, how you're being positive, how you're being on time, and how you're managing your time. All these things are being a professional and nothing is going to be about what you're wearing. There's always going to be a standard of what is professional and what is unprofessional. I totally get that. There's a time and a place for certain outfits. For example, if I were to go to see a client, I wear something a little bit more business casual, maybe a blazer, things like that. But if I'm just going to the office to answer a couple emails and I know I'm not going to see any clients that day, I'm not going to wear a dress suit. I'm not going to throw on the blazer because I'm just going to be uncomfortable sitting in a chair all day. There's certain situations that you really don't have to dress a certain way to get your job done professionally. And I think a little bit, a, a lot of people get caught up in what they have to wear to work rather than what they have to do at work, that it just distracts them entirely and they may, maybe it just makes them insecure. There's a lot of different components to it. A lot of people are posting their office outfits online and people in the big city of New York and at law firms and stuff like that. Um, even suits, for example, on Netflix, people watch it all the time and they're looking at these outfits and they're they're super great and it makes you think that that's the way you have to dress every day for work. And it's, it's totally not. And again, I totally understand if your company has a certain dress code policy. You do have to follow their dress code. 
totally understandable. But if you had your own business, what would be your dress code policy? What would you want to make people feel? Would you want them to feel empowered when they're coming to work because they're wearing what makes them comfortable? And I don't mean comfortable as in like sweatpants and a sweater, like totally. I would not wear that to the office. It's unprofessional. I would not be wearing that, but it's, it's being comfortable in what you're wearing so that you can be yourself. It's 2019. People can wear whatever the fuck they want. And we need to forget about make putting people, putting a label on people and making them wear what we think we want them to wear. Let people just be themselves and relax. I promise you that they're going to end up being more motivated and they're going to want to give you a little bit more attention because you're letting them be free and be themselves. Why would you not want them to act that way or feel that way or empowered within the workforce? I also saw that a lot of people were really harsh on the opposite genders in my posts, in my stories. There was a lot of people and a a lot of people that were saying that the outfits were unprofessional were actually the opposite sex, which is actually very interesting. So for the girls, a lot of the guys were like, that's unprofessional, that's unprofessional. And then for the, when I was posting the photos of the male outfits, all the females were like, that's unprofessional, that's unprofessional. So I feel this, we need to give everyone a break. Everyone just make sure that you are being professional and you're acting professional and stop worrying about what you're wearing or whether your hair is straight or curly or whatever the case may be. Making sure you're using those seven steps that I gave you and making sure you are acting professional and stop worrying about whatever, what everyone else thinks about you. Guys, that is my podcast. That's what I wanted to talk about. That's what I wanted to voice my opinion about. I'm sorry if this is like a rambling like podcast and I usually don't do things like this, but I really just felt very passionate in this topic and a lot of people were giving me shit about it. So I wanted to voice my opinion on it. And honestly, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Make sure that you follow my Instagram page, Leader in Red Podcast. Also follow follow any network that you are listening from or subscribe, whatever, depending on what network you're listening from. And thank you guys so much again for listening to this podcast and I'll catch you in the next one.